It'll be fun though. <sighs> Come on. Oh, I'm not looking forward to the flight. I'm so. But you you do have like games and stuff, right? Books. Yeah, yeah. Films to watch. I think I'm gonna watch all of Curb Your Enthusiasm season twelve. Is this the new one? Yeah, yeah, because it came out on my birthday and I've been saving it for this exact occasion. Because I think it'd just be amazing to just sit in the airplane and just... Watch over you. Yeah, just binge watch that fucking amazing show. Larry David should be Jesus. Which is really funny to say because he is Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) As was Jesus. Yeah, that, that, that was the joke. Yeah. Great joke. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, should we start the show? I guess Hey, hey, it's the early game podcast Yeah Alright ladies and gentlemen, this is the early game podcast You're listening to Evan Williams Native Australian, living in Germany And uh, across the table from me today We have none other than None other, not none ever None other than the F man himself, Faris. Hi. It's Hi. me. Hi. It's a me. How you doing, Evan? I'm going okay. I'm very tired. Yeah. You got you got a week ahead of you. Yeah, I've got a I've got a crazy week. Next episode, folks, um, will actually I believe come out a bit earlier than um, than we usually release them because um, I'm going to be in Sydney. And obviously, because of the time difference, we had to reschedule um, when we record the show. Um, so just a heads up to listeners that a- everything we, will be different. Everything will be different. Absolutely everything. Different cast. It will all be naked. Um, Which is good for an audio-only medium. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so just uh, look out for that part a little earlier. We don't have an exact time yet, but we'll let you know. Yeah. But, Ferris, how have you been? You've been playing some games, I hear. Yes, as usual. I've been actually quite busy this weekend with some um, things, personal things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I didn't have quite as much time as usual. I still managed to play a lot of video games because <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I live my life. Um, so one video game I played came out last week, Evan, and that's Halo Infinite. More specifically, the campaign. Yes. Uh, you are also going to play it. I'm going to play it, but I just I've been super swamped at the moment, so I haven't had any time to even dip my foot into yeah. it, um, let alone my tongue. Um, or your little finger. Or my little finger. Uh, you um, could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you're going to play while you're away, right? I'll play it whilst I'm away. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going. It'll probably be the only thing I play whilst I'm away, yeah. though, because obviously my purpose of being in Australia is. N- not to play video games, but to see my family who I haven't seen for a year and a half. But um, so well, I will try how, to how, find some time for Halo Infinite. How long is that magic going to last? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I play quite a bit of it. I, I think I'm, I would guess I'm either halfway through-ish or like two-thirds, three-quarters-ish. Mm. It's kind of hard to tell with this game because it has a weird structure. But uh, um, can you explain that a little bit? Obviously, with no, no spoilers. <laughs> yes. Um, so Halo Infinite is sort of of an open world game. It's a bit of a weird open world because it's quite small, and you have like side activities to do that are um, not 
like very varied. Uh, you have camps to destroy, towers to destroy, uh, cam camps to take over. I mean, and upgrade points to collect. That's almost it. Yeah, and um, uh, a large part of the story is actually separate from this open world. So it's kind of like a classic Halo campaign, just that the missions just don't just start. You have to go to a place and then it starts. Yes. Um, some of them are like in the open world, like they'll be like, oh, Master Chief, um, you, you have to destroy these three air cannons and then they're just in the open world okay. and you have to travel to them. And Do you ever encounter like little farmers who are like, oh no, my sheep have escaped. This is not The Witcher 3. It's nothing like that and it's not really like a Ubisoft game where it's like... Well, newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, the game's shit. Halo? I like to collect sheep, Ferris. This is my idea of a good open world game. I think you can do that. You can do that in Age of Empires 4. Oof. But then you kill them. Oh, God. Don't want to play that game. It's fine. <laughs> the, 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 the videos about constructing castles are great. Anyway, um, it's kind of a weird structure where it's hard to tell where you really are in the story. Also, it's a Halo game. And that means they just still, after 20 or so years, especially in the 3 for 3 era, actually, so like 10 years, they just don't know how to tell a story. Like, it's kind of absurd how bad they are at telling a story. <clears throat> and it's not that, like... Actually, the writing in this is really good. The character work is, for the most part, really great. Mm. And I'm really enjoying it. But they just, like... I'm not going to say anything about, like, this overarching story of the game or the setup of the game or anything like that, but it's very strange. Uh, it kind of feels like... Um, I'm, I'm, for the most part, enjoying that. and uh, But... I'm enjoying it when looking at Halo Infinite almost like something like um, Doom 2016. Mm. Like it kind of feels more like a reboot than a sequel. Okay. Like, But it, it, on it, that, um, without spoiling anything again, um, how does it flow on from Halo 5? Like uh, in terms of not the narrative, but, no, in, but does like, it do it well? Does it like, how, how does it, does it fix the mistakes of Halo 5? Does it... Um, How does it correct the course? Mm, it, it 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 changes the course drastically. Mm. There's actually, oh, I'm trying to see what would be a spoiler and what wouldn't. Well, there's there's. You remember the cliffhanger in Halo Five? The very the ending final, of Halo yeah, Five, sure. where it's like, let's let's finish the fight. Let's let's. Uh, um, this the, basically war has been established and you're about to fight the war yeah uh, well they skip all of that you don't do any of that uh, there's a pretty significant time jump between Halo 5 and si uh, Infinite and Infinite opens up a whole new can of worms okay and it's it is a sequel to 4 and 5 all the stuff of Cortana still plays a big role but um, basically the conflict that he have been prepared for two games to fight you don't they Actually skip it, fight. and you you get you start a new conflict basically, and that's really strange, and that's why I say it kind of feels like a reboot because it feels like they're starting something new, while also well, the taking game had stuff a, from the, the game the had a really games. troubled development. Yeah, um, I wrote an article last week about exactly that yeah. and the fact that um, the game was originally going to be like the size of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, 
um, and with the same kind of scope, and that it was probably going to address all of that stuff, I imagine, if that's the case. But then, you know, in 2019, it basically got stripped back because it was just too much, and Microsoft wanted to get the game out for la- the launch of the Xbox Series yeah. S and X. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it, I'm I'm really interested to play this game because I really want to see what the fruits of that labor has been because that sounds fascinating. It does kind of feel like a salvage operation in some ways. Mm. It's very, it's in a way very stripped back, and they play it very very safe. Mm. But what they're doing, they are doing for the most part really well. I mean, like we <clears> talked <throat> about the multiple part, the gameplay is fantastic. Mm. And I was very pleasantly surprised to see how well, because I played the multiplayer for many, many hours since it came out, and I was very, um, I had so much fun with seeing how it translated into single player yeah. gameplay. Yeah. And it does so well, so much fun. And the opening is really great. I mean, especially if you, like I say, look at this more like a new beginning, like a reboot. Yeah. And it's just, uh, um, the cutscenes are really well done, it looks great. Um, it's like really um, fast-paced and intense and it's like, oh, this is such a great Halo opening. And it kind of keeps that momentum for a while and then they do some stuff where it's like that I really don't like Mm. in the campaign. But at the end of the day, it's just they completely nailed the gameplay in my opinion and that's what's uh, making this a great game. Yeah. Is it it still your game of the year? Eleven. Well, I'm not sure about this because, um, like I said, I have some uh, the criticisms um, that we can delve deeper in at a later time. And I acquired a new game. Yes, you did. I On c- the podcast last week, but that I, was cut out. I cut podcast. it out, but I, um, some listeners might have seen our heated debate last time. Uh, where By the way, John isn't here because we did uh, sufficiently him. piss him off that he just didn't want to be on the pod this week. That's not true. <laughs> That's um, not true. <laughs> no, we, we especially got into a heated debate about uh, Metroid uh, Dread, which John had some choice uh, takes on. So, Faris, I've been preparing for this all week. Is it dreadful? No, the exact opposite. Okay, why? Um, well... Before I do this, I'm going to finish my story that you just cut off because <laughs> I didn't actually end up explaining it. <laughs> While we still record the podcast, John pissed me off so much that I bought Metroid Dread just to spite him. And I cut that out in the end, but it was it was, it was was funny. And I ended up playing it um, kind of without much many expectations. I didn't, I mean, I haven't played a, a 2D Metroid in many years. And I ended up totally loving it so far. I played like three, four hours-ish. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this is one of the best games on the Switch, e- like easily top five for me. Maybe my favorite game on the Switch. I think it's a it's better a, than Octopath Traveler. Uh, probably yes. I haven't played much of that. I don't know about that. Also, that's a. It's not. It used to be a Nintendo exclusive. Yeah. It's not anymore. It's on Game Pass. Check it out. Yeah, actually, seriously, check yeah, it out. I, I, I would. I just didn't find the time. But yeah, Metroid. Um, it's just a brilliant game. I mean, they they kind of they're doing the Metroid formula. If you have played one of them, you kind of know all of them in a sense, just in the in the in the broader sense of what they're doing. But they executed basically perfectly. Like mm-hmm. the, the the game feels incredibly good. 
It looks fantastic. It runs at 60 frames on a Switch, which is a miracle. Mm. Literally a Christmas miracle. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, the, the typical Metroid stuff they complete in there. The exploration is so much fun. All the... Um, the great thing about the series or this genre is it feels great from the start. Like, you have so much fun. You're so mobile. The combat is great. And then you keep getting new abilities constantly mm. that just keep making um, the game more fun. Like, yeah. what a fantastic idea for a genre. And they execute it perfectly. And the atmosphere is fantastic. And it's just an absolute blast to play. Like, there's basically nothing I can criticize about it so far. The only thing is, like, okay, load, load times are... Um, very long and it's a bit too hard maybe like I'm now stuck on a boss mm. it's like the first moment where I'm stuck in the game uh, because it's so well designed that you never get lost really you just flow through it it, it moves at such a um, exciting and like entertaining pace and it's fun all the way through and now I'm stuck, and it's like, ah, oh, shit, okay, I'm, I'm going yeah. exploring, I'm tr trying to find more items, because also those games are full of secrets, hidden items and stuff. So now it's the first moment where it's like, okay, let's see if this actually starts annoying me in a way. Yeah. Because um, you'll have to run through the entire map, basically, to get from one point to another, and I can see that being grading. But so far, I think it's an incredible game, like, absolutely incredible. And... I'm really glad I bought it out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> it, that that turned out really well. Um, yeah, and it might end up being my game of the year. We'll see. Like I say, that's a that's a pretty um that's pretty high praise. I mean, it hasn't been the best of years, but there have been a few good games this year. So I played some fantastic games. I mean, I said my game of the year last time would be Forza. I mean. It could still be. It's just I have a bit more emotional um, attachment to. And fr uh, frankly, also a bit more respect for games like Metroid and Halo. It's just a bit more up my sleeve. Yeah. Where Forza Horizon was a big surprise, but those are two very good games. And like, so would you put genres. Halo above Forza? Probably. I mean, unless they completely shit the bed at the second half of the game or like the last part of the campaign, mm -hmm. which it might. <laughs> um, well. Because so far, I had a really good time with the campaign. It's not like the best Halo campaign. It's uh, has a lot of issues but i i think it's great and together with the multiplayer which i think is one of the best multiplayers ever already um yeah i would probably put it put it above forza okay but i do think i i am having a better time with metroid overall because that game just hit like a meteor for me like complete home run that's amazing so it's actually my amazing because I was not expecting this to happen. Me neither. Mm. But if you have a Switch, play Metroid Dread. It's a brilliant game. And it was it was on offer when I yeah. bought it. I think yeah. it was like 45 euro or something. Now, to, 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 <clears throat> to concede something to John, I am also not sure if... The, um, it's always hard to judge these things if this is a full price game. More in what the market has to offer. Because mm. like the, the probably the best Metroidvania that I've played is Hollow Knight, and that's a game that costs like 20 euros, 15 euros. It's yeah. like made by two people. It's probably like twice as long as Metroid Dread, and uh, arguably looks better. Doesn't play quite as well, but it's um, much cheaper. Like Metroid is a, is a full price game. Yeah. And I, I will concede to him that I'm still also not sure if that's justified. I mean, everyone will have to 
decide that for themselves. Yeah. But I picked it up for 40 euros, and I think that's totally fine yeah, for yeah. a game like that because it's, like, polished to 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 the max, like, such a, such a well-made product. Yeah. Well, it looks graphically pretty impressive for a Switch game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the games I played, Evan. I so, mean, I played um, another game, but I'll so talk if about you wanna, it. So if you want to play some Switch games, buy some Switch games for Christmas, um, yeah. I, uh, we'd recommend Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um, and I would personally recommend Eastwood, just to, you know, bring a little bit of me in there. Is it on Switch? In there. Yeah, Switch. Oh, it, it's a multi-platform game, but um, I think it's on, it seems like it's a on Steam, and it's on Switch, and I believe it might be on one of the other consoles, but I'm not sure. You have to double-check that. Um, but... Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, haven't really played any games this week, but fantastic game, must play on Switch. Um, and you're just checking now, and where, where where's it at, Ferris? That's on eastwoodgame.com. Steam and Switch. Steam and Switch. That's Perfect. Switch is, the play- Switch is the place to play this yeah. game. Amazing game. Great fun, you guys. Um, and we have an interview out now um, with the developers. Fantastic interview. Thank you, thank you. Conducted by yours truly. Indeed, indeed. Is that, Mine can you truly. Say that? Yeah, can you say that about other people? Like yours truly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I learned something new every day I, I guess. about the English language. I guess you can, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how this whole... I learned English by watching How I Made Your Mother. I, I learned English by watching um, my dad in the shower. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I, I have made an offensive Australian joke in like half a year. <laughs> Do you remember those old Rocket League articles? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to bring back a Rocket League uh, um, best and worst plays oh, yeah. series. Stay It'll tuned. be episode 18. We're, we're going to release it on Christmas Day. Oh, man, Christmas it's going to be a ball. Okay, Evan. All right. Something Ferris. happened this weekend. No, it was, it was uh, on, 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 Friday. on Friday morning. It was the Game Awards. We talked the game extensively awards. about it last week. The, the Oscars of gaming... But without the class, which I'm gonna say, I'm not. That is not a criticism. I thought that this Game Awards was the best Game Awards they've ever done, and I think that the um, that obviously there were the Game Awards cringe moments littered throughout because there always is. I don't really understand how they've managed to. Like, they haven't managed to fix this particular issue yet because it's just the ongoing meme of that particular award show. It's just unbelievably cringy. Yeah. But to be fair, they also haven't fixed that with E3 or really any of these game shows. So, yeah, I think I think um, these, these kinds of shows are in a bit of a limbo where it's like they've been kind of stuck doing the same thing. And I actually found it kind of interesting during COVID seeing some alternative versions of these. Yeah. And I found it a bit more interesting than the same, like, oh, white guy in a suit stands on the thing or on the stage and and loves his video game partners that probably pay him money to do to say that. Yes. But I will say to Jeff about Jeff Keighley that um, he has worn, warmed on me. I used to hate his guts and now I'm kind of like... <laughs> You know what? This guy does like legitimately love video games, and it's not really his fault that he's cringy as fuck. I mean, he's basically like um, 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 he like puts a, together the entire thing. He's yeah. the mastermind behind this. Yeah, um, uh, and like I mean, which he's, is super he, impressive. He, he, he's basically like a marketing guy, and he's a very corporate guy. But he 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 does genuinely love the medium, and he yeah does he he, he I, I do and he think is so he's, much better than he used to be. 
He's so much yeah. better. It's unbelievable the growth yeah. that man yeah. has had, both and like you said, physically and yeah, in all aspects. In all aspects. And I do think, I mean, there's a lot to criticize of him, of course, but I do think, um, in terms of let's say, um, shopping channel level people and presenters, he's pretty good. And he does. A, and not, I do think the Game Awards have an important place in and, the industry. And as we saw with this latest <coughs> Game Awards, it is there. Uh, there are often a lot of announcements that are a little bit of a dud. That really like. What the fuck was that dancing game? You know, like, come on. Um, it's kind of hard for... And, and, and you know, all of these games deserve a spotlight, even if they're, you know, not that interesting or we no one really wants to play them. But they still deserve a chance. Yeah. And he gives them that chance. And it's not really his fault that sometimes those announcements, which he obviously has to hype up because that's his job, maybe not as exciting as they could otherwise have been yeah i mean that happens all the time i think here um well we're going to focus on the announcements mostly mm. i mean there were so many awards a lot of, uh, that's still kind of the worst thing about the show how blase it is about awards to the point where they're like dishing them out during ad breaks and stuff it's, yeah, it's not really the game awards in a lot of I ways. Mean, it's it's it, the game announcements. It, it always was about the announcements yeah. and then game, it, it, having actual awards. I mean, it's probably great for the um, for the studio uh, yes developers. Yeah, and I don't know if they get any, like money for it or something. I don't know. No, but, they, they um, wouldn't get a, they wouldn't get money, but they'd be able to put a nice big badge on that. Uh, yeah, on that game. And like like for I mean. It takes to one game of the year, which is absolutely fantastic. I'm really happy that that choice. game yeah. got game of the year because out of the games that were present, I mean, you obviously don't necessarily agree because you uh, have played. Um, I've not after Metroid after Dread. the show happened. I played Metroid. Dread. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it takes to made by a very small studio made by you know not as small as they used to be but it's just very good to see that particular studio in my opinion yeah rocket into the sky so quickly i mean i still remember when brothers of tale of two yeah. sons came out and that was an incredibly good game like i still love that game still up there in my top 10 games that, of all time that seems i've never played um, it unfortunately but i will one day because that is one of the most fascinating games i've ever seen and i remember when it came out and it was like a um it, it it did make such a big splash because it was it was like this tiny game mm. that was so innovative and um um like well made yeah uh, did it and did it touch fun. a lot of people and yeah fun man like it was insanely fun that game and um and still insanely uh, beautiful no one ever made a game like that again yeah like <laughs> no and that's really cool and it's it's very cool to see how far they've come I mean it takes two looks like a million times. Bigger than it brothers. looks like it's made by you know the Ratchet and Clank team or something you know yeah it looks like a pretty big or a budget. good Mario game you yeah know? Like, or like an animated movie yeah um and little big it, it, it is a very weird game as well like I haven't played it because I I don't wanna I don't want to play a game about divorce with my girlfriend and I don't have a friend who's interested <laughs> in playing that so um. I I haven't I haven't played it myself, but I watched a chunk of it, and it's it's a re still a really weird game. Yeah. Um, but also very, um, yeah. Like I just said for brothers, like a very creative game. Like they had so many weird ideas, and they put them all in there. 
and it looks really well executed. And I, mm. I'm 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 happy that something like this gets the recognition it does, even if um, it's it's this game. Um, I mean, all of their games to to a sense are quite divisive. Yeah, but they do still find a lot of fans and. Um, I think that's that's a really good sign that there's a developer like that and that yeah. they can do it under EA's banner who are not necessarily the, let's say, kindest and most, no. most adventurous publisher right now. Um, and the, I mean, I they kind of are the only ones who survived under... Do you remember when EA used to do cool games like 10 years ago, like Mirror's Edge and stuff like yeah. that, and like smaller games? I mean, it happens so rarely now, and they well, are the well, big Well, I remember, uh, I remember back in like you know the kind of late PS3, Xbox 360 era, era, early PS4, Xbox One era, when you used to get these games like Valiant Hearts yeah. out of Ubisoft, yeah. and lots of little games like this. Or even, I know it's not a small franchise, but the Rayman games, the Ra- Raving yeah. Rabbids, they don't do those anymore. Um, the, Ubisoft literally only does, like... They Assassin's do the, Creed, Far Cry, The Division... Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, and then the weird Tom sports Clancy games. games, and then some weird sports games. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, and that's... That is they used shame. to be the best. I was, that was the, uh, they were the ones that I was always most excited for at E3. But... It is, it, it is, I mean, we kind of talked about it last time. It's still interesting that all the games are kind of... Uh, quite a lot of the games that were nominated are, like, weird small games mm. that are all, like, published by big companies, like Psychonauts as well. And Yep. I mean, I definitely wouldn't count Ratchet and Clank. That's a big game. But oh. there was something else on there in that... In, it takes two Psychonauts. What else was it? Metroid Dread... I'm thinking of Metroid. Thinking of well, thinking I think I'm mostly thinking of um, of uh, Psychonauts as well. Yeah. Um, that there are still there's uh, still a place for that kind of game. The other game that you've also been playing this week was um, Deathloop. Deathloop. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready to talk about it yet because I'm I'm that's having, on, I'm uh, having a uh, I'm having a weird time with that game. Yeah. Is that on Game Pass? Not yet. No. It will be bugger. next year. Maybe. Oh, It'll I be next. Just wait. On, no. On just wait. Is it on Switch? <laughs> Maybe in the cloud version. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really cool, and I hope games like this. I mean, Deathloop, for example, like Arcane is basically, I don't think has made a financially profitable game ever. <laughs> uh, but I hope. Ah, uh, Dishonored. Dishonored sold really well. I don't know about Dishonored two, but I, th- I think two, I think Two Prey and Deathloop all were kind of flops. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. I hope I hope Professor doesn't care. <laughs> I hope they keep they let them make um, their weird games. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool to see. It's a it's a cool winner. It's better yeah, than I like Resident so Evil. It, I'm glad I'm glad that Re- that Resident Evil didn't win. I mean, yeah. nothing against that game. I haven't played it. I really want to play it. It I, looks really good. Um, I was a bit disappointed. One of the reasons I didn't play it was that. Um, the the showings of it before it released were really cool and looked really tense like a real cool like horror game yeah and then when the reviews came out they were like this is really good but it's actually more of like a horror action game and that's just not what I'm into yeah. for if I'm if I'm gonna play a horror game I want to play a horror game I liked the thing of them walking around the mansion and then these weird ladies fo- vampire yeah. ladies following them and I thought that that was really cool but then when it turned out that that was like 
half an hour or an hour of the whole game. The whole game was like 12 hours and the rest of it was just kind of action. Yeah, and, and killing zombies bosses as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, nah, not not my thing. Um, but I'm sure, but it got very good reviews. People really liked it. So I'm so sure it's very good. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but I am happy that it takes 2-1 over that. Yeah, I, f- I, think, I think I'm happy too. And I mean, I love Metroid Dread as I've uh, extensively covered earlier, but it won Best act- Action Adventure. Mm. Oh my God, I wanted to bring up um, the acceptance speech, which is very funny. Let me see if I can pull up and we'll keep talking because <laughs> basically Doug Bowser of Nintendo, Bowser himself, um, went on and gave the most nothing speech ever. Like he literally didn't care. Um, it has both action and adventure, Evan. It's an action adventure, so it deserves to win. Isn't that weird? Where did Reggie Phils go? I mean, I really, like, he would have gotten up there, he would have been wearing, like, the Samus helmet or something, he would have been like, I'm going to wreck you, motherfuckers. (laughs) And then, like, just say something, like, like, not even, like, I don't know, uh, half the time I didn't, he obviously was trying to be funny a lot of the time, but uh, but also a lot of the time he wasn't trying to be funny, but he was just funny. And he would have said something that was either trying to be funny or not trying to be funny, you know, like either action or adventure. Um, he could have pulled that off. If Reggie did that, we would still yes, laugh Yes, we would be laughing, but this guy, yeah. <laughs> also, Doug Bowser, you know, God bless him and everything, but um, he doesn't have an inch of Reggie's charm. No, no. He looks like Stanley Tucci. <laughs> he does. <laughs> anyway. He looks like that game that that guy that's in... Um, did you ever see that uh, amazing show about... Um, it was like an alternate reality in... Um, like East Berlin with it was called Counterpart. Oh uh, no. Google Google the show. <laughs> You'll know the actor because I just can never remember this fucking actor's name. Godfall is free now. Um oh uh Jackie Simmons. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like Jackie Simmons. Uh you would love this show by the way. It's an incredible show. Looks good. Because basically, like, the there are two versions of the same character. One is from if the Berlin Wall um, came... Like, but in both situations, the Berlin Wall did come down. But in one, you know, it was the real real world where the Berlin Wall came down and the West came into East Germany. And the other one, it's that the East went into the West. Mm. So, you know... Interesting. Amazing story. Anyway, completely ta- complete tangent there. It's time for a tangent, the most tangential time to talk about nothing at all. <laughs> It's time for your daily dose of John News. It's time to talk through the announcements. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the announcements. Thank you for your introducing, Evan. I'm going to cut all of that out. Um, no, please just like line up the theme songs, you know? Do my tangential tangents and then just jump straight oh, yeah, into yeah. my news. I'll do that. <laughs> um, some games have been announced on this, um, as a lot of people call it, marketing. Yep. Um, Including the game show. that should really have the main character played by Keanu Reeves. 
you mean Matrix the the Matrix Awakening the and Unreal Engine Five? No, that's experience. actually not what I meant. I was talking about Alan Wake. Alan yeah. Wake Two, Evan. I'm fucking excited. I am as well, actually. Did you see? Well, first of all, I think this is supposed to be Alan Wake, because, and he looks a bit more like his voice actor. I think. Mm. Um, because in the first one. Um, the the model for Alan Wake was like some Finnish guy, like some a- Finnish actor or something, but obviously um, the the um, the voice was by I think Matthew Peralta's his name, yeah, who is in all of the um, Remedy games. Ah, never mind. No, I'll look it up. Um, and he's a who's that voice. dude? I don't want to know. Mortgage lending. And he, <laughs> he now kind of looks. Matthew Peretta. Peretta, okay. He kind of looks like Jake Gyllenhaal now. <laughs> he does. He does. And it was a I'm very, not complaining, though. It was a very cool, short but cool trailer. It was very moody. And they did a cool thing where they quick uh, did those quick cuts between mm-hmm. scenarios, like we're watching it right now. And it looks fantastic. I mean, it's not oh, gameplay, yeah. but if, if that's what they're aiming for. I'm very excited. And they said it's gonna be Remedy's first survival horror game, which Ooh, which is a which is a very exciting announcement. Yeah, because Alan Wake was kind of a horror game, but I think if you actually um, construct the the game mechanics more around that, actually make it more like a horror game to play, because you're kind of just walking around and aiming at ghosts and shooting them. Yeah, exactly. If they actually expand on that and make it like more like Resident Evil or something, where you have to like heal yourself or whatever, that could be really fantastic. Absolutely. But yeah, this is just a short like mood trailer. Won't be out until 2023. Like and most on games. that, on on that, most games are also doing this. So it's not just an. I'm not complaining about Alan Wake. No. But I just have to say find this really annoying when they do this and I really think that the hype train needs to end because it's always going to crash into a wall we're always going to get overhyped for all of these games I mean GTA 5, five uh, GTA 6 for example never going to meet its expectations never going to happen same with the new Elder Scrolls never going to meet it because they announced the game well in, in Elder Scrolls's case like 10 years before 10 years out. before it will actually come out which is just outrageous it's yeah. obviously not actually going to fulfill what we expect from yeah. it and it just annoys me why do they have to keep doing this I understand that they want to get the hype up and up and up but you know I, I'm pretty sure that Fallout 4 sold pretty darn well and they announced that game like a few like months like two three four months before it came out maybe not even that long it was very short yeah yeah, um, I don't know. It's just a weird place that the video in the game industry got itself into with these cycles, and especially mm. they kind of kept doing it, even though COVID, because of COVID, every game got delayed. They kept doing the the marketing shows. Yeah. Uh, so they have to need something to show, and I think even this uh, game awards was fairly thin on actual new game announcements. I mean, we could come to one now that was Star Wars, right Star Wars Eclipse. Which also got leaked before, though. Like, that it exists. Yes. Which kind of hampered my reaction a little bit. Uh, Like, if this came out of nowhere, it would be incredibly exciting. But again, I just don't... Like, I understand why people get hyped for this. Because they look at it and they go, Oh, look, it's really cool. It's Star Wars. There's, you know, a weird dude who looks like the guy from Dune. 
Um, or does. perhaps like a really grey version of the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, who's actually played by the guy who is also Dave in Batista. Dune. Um, <laughs> at least from the back, he looks like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's like this really cool actiony uh, trailer with spaceships and things exploding. It it's amazing. so cool. It looks amazing. But it's not going to. This isn't gameplay. And no, it's not so. coming out for years. And this isn't like. This is not a representation of the game. All of these like journalists coming out and being like, oh, oh my God, this looks amazing. It doesn't look like anything right now. It looks like a movie trailer. That's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a criticism. But you can't say that this looks amazing. I think you can. Because you don't know well, that it is actually going to look like that, that it's actually going to have any of those scenes in it. That it's, you know. No, I, I, I personally haven't seen anyone say this game looks amazing because you haven't seen the game and I, I haven't seen anyone pretend like they have. Um, I do I do see, um, I think you have to see it as what it is. It is a CGI trailer. It is mm-hmm. a new trailer. Um, maybe the game will look like this. Probably not. Um I mean, there is, Maybe with that particular scenes, example, like... with, uh, that, with this particular example, it is more realistic than it might look like that because it is made by Quantic Dream. So it, if yeah. it's anything like their previous games, it could very much look like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they have always been graphically extremely impressive. Yeah. Even Heavy Rain for its time uh, it's, it's was still, an unbelievably good-looking game. Still has, holds up. And like the last one, the... Um, the Detroit Become yeah. Human. Um Stupid name. So the last two stupid games. Stupid game. <laughs> Very stupid game. Stupid but fun. It is fun. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the previous one though. The um, one with, before, with uh, yeah. Elliot Page. Um, that, um, no. That, that one looked incredible on the PS4, and this will probably be a next-gen only game. Um, oh, for sure. So yeah, um, it's 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 a. I think for like a mood trailer, it's great. Like, sure. Because it looks so cool. You see a lot of cool shit. And it gives you like a hint of what the game will uh, might feel like in terms of like its mood and that's true. its character. And I think for that, it's very strong. And also, it, it shows like like that kind of stuff in the beginning with the weird drummers. Um, is is kind of the kind of Star Wars I like, which is when it gets a bit weirder, mm. like all the very clean and and um, boilerplate stuff that you get in the movies mostly. It's kind of played played through by now. Like it's it's a bit boring, but some of the stuff they show here also with like the, there's like this busy market and all these weird characters walking around. Like if they if they focus on that kind of That's stuff, true. that could be really. That's cool. true. I mean, if they go if they go a bit more hammed in on it, the whole on the whole yeah. thing, then I'd be very happy with. But yeah, you're right. It tells us nothing about the actual game. Yeah. I do think at least that came out from the leaks that this will be an actual action game, unlike the previous games. Interesting. And that it won't be directed by David Cage, which is a great news because he's a horrible writer and he he should just sit back, cash, like get some money from his very successful company and never touch a game again and actually let the, his very talented team just do the rest. Beep and beep and beep? Sorry? Just, uh, just bleep that whole, you know. He should just bleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should get the <laughs> what else All right, was what else was announced? I am very ambivalent towards the new Dune game. Oh yeah. Um I mean, is this really pull up the trailer. This is going to sound really um it's kind of uh, unprofessional of me. Is it a a mobile game? 
No, it's no, a, it's not, it's right? A, it's a four axe strategy game. Okay. So like Civilization or Stellaris, something like this. That's not what people want out of a Dune game. That, uh, that's exactly what people want out of a Dune game. Really? Uh, I mean, because you know the Dune strategy game, the old one. Yeah, it, sure. Which is, I mean, it's the first RTS. One yeah, of the first. that is true. They were probably like an RTS, which just won't be. Um, yeah. It won't be real-time strategy. Uh, but, um, I mean, just for that game, I mean, that game is absolutely legendary. Yeah. And since then, people wanted a new Dune, a new good Dune strategy game. That There have been a few others in the 90s or 2000s which haven't been as good. But um, it, I think it's exactly what people want from a Dune. Yeah. That and maybe like a Telltale-style adventure game, I could see. But speaking of Telltale... Telltale are releasing a new game. I'm super hyped for this. Are we done with Dune? You have no more takes? It was just a really good um, It was segue. a good trailer. It was, it was, no, it was just a really good oh, segue. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean, with Dune, I, 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 it, could be, it could be good. I just really, it's one of those things where I'm looking at it and I'm going, I have known nothing about this game yet. Yeah. Yet again, I have nothing to say about this. Okay, yeah. looks cool. Um, great graphics, but it, yet again, CGI trailer. Um, yeah. But cool. Talking about trailers, there was a trailer for a Telltale game. Indeed. What a great segue. <laughs> I think my Which other segue was better. It was much better. <laughs> um, I haven't actually seen this. Tell me more, Evan. Um, it's based on an Amazon Prime series that I haven't watched. But I don't really give a shit about that because... It's Telltale. Telltale's back, baby. But what does um, that mean? I thought they were dead. They were, but they got bought. And so this is like... Is, um, do you know if this is like people used to work there? The Expanse. Yeah. Um, do you know anything about like who this I don't. I don't is? really. Um, I don't really know what the difference is going to be here. This is like, the Telltale game? This is a Telltale game. This is why I'm so excited. It's great. Yeah, because they've, they're they not using the same <laughs> fucking engine oh, yeah. that they used for like 20 games. That's so sad What how that company was run to the ground. Yeah. That's so sad. But that is exciting. I, I would really like to know more about the background of this game. Like Yeah. Because... The idea of it, them doing like a proper space game as well, like yeah. amazing. It just... I haven't seen the... Uh, yeah, I haven't seen this particular... Um, you know, the, I think it's called, yeah, The Expanse. I haven't seen the Amazon show, but... Um, oh, not sure if I'm into the character models. It looks very uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly, you know, like trying to be yeah. Star Wars or maybe a bit yeah. alien. Uh, it, it looks much better than their old games graphically. Yeah. Oh, Deck Nine, interesting. I think... Oh, okay. I think they did Life is Strange. Okay. Nine. Or uh, well, I mean, if tell one of the spin-offs, yeah, something like that. Well, if Telltale and 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 the Life is Strange people got together, that would be like a that'd be good. That'd be a recipe for game of the year. But, yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Um, it's coming out Q4 next year, which is uh, pretty nice that they actually gave us yeah. a bit of a release window for it as well. Definitely. But Faris, I do need to pee. Um, so how about we take a uh, short break here? We're back. Wonderwoman. Yeah, Wunderfrau. Wunderfrau. Let me check out this. I haven't, oh, this is another 40-second trailer that will sh- not show us anything, Evan. But 
Wonder Woman has been announced. Uh, it's literally just that it just shows the uh, yeah. It's really not worth watching. The the <laughs> I'm. Uh, I mean, this is literally nothing. Like it's literally just darkness and then the title of the game. Okay. I mean, but the thing uh, is, it's uh, coming from Monolith. Oh, are we actually doing the show now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I wanted to just get it. Amazing. Here. Amazing. Yeah. Bring some of that very sleepy low-key energy that we just had to make. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Monolith, who made the the Mordor games, Middle Earth games, sorry. Mm. Um, which the first one's fantastic, the second one not so much, but they are very good. I didn't play the second one. I bought it, but never played it. God awful. No, I mean, really, I'm, like, it's one of those games that's on my list that I really want to get to at some point. The thing is, uh, just skip the cutscenes. Um, as much as you can and just focus on the nemesis but, system but to be fair the first game didn't have the greatest story it's it's fucking Shakespeare in comparison to the second one like, oh okay well, that's, that's, that's not a that's an indictment the, the second <laughs> one has one of the worst openings I've ever seen in a game mm, mm. it literally made me want to scream it was so god awful but oh. the, the nemesis system is a genius thing Like it's an amazing idea yeah absolutely and I, I I wonder what they're cooking up right now and how to bring that into a Wonder Woman game <laughs> because they have patented that system, I think. Okay. Uh, Wonder Brothers for Monolith. So, I mean, and it's their thing and it's one of the best ideas in the gaming industry. Oh, absolutely. Gaming yeah, yeah, industry yeah. In the last 10 years, so they will do that again. I mean, so many games ripped that off in some way. Yeah, Like yeah. Assassin's Creed and stuff. But yeah, not much to see. Monolith is cool. Could be good. Could be good. Um, not a game that I will play. Not a game I'm interested in. I don't really, couldn't, I mean, this is going to be a real hot take, but I couldn't give lo- less of a shit about DC. So the only thing I could care about there is maybe Batman. But that's a maybe, yeah. you know. Talking about DC. Dick. They sh- <laughs> <they've>, <laughs> yep. They showed uh, first gameplay of the Suicide Squad game. Oh, Suicide Squad. By Rocksteady. Now this could be interesting. Yeah. Who, uh, if people don't know, made the Batman Arkham games? Yeah, which good are games, fantastic, fantastic games. games. Arkham City. What was their last game? That was their Arkham last night. That was their last game. Yeah. that was been, ages ago. They've been working on this since then. Well, then that's a very good sign because I mean I I feel like Have the difference, but the the distance between Arkham. What was it? Ar- there was Arkham City, Asylum City, City, Knights, um, but also they had well, the Origins. Well, but that was different. Else made yeah. it. I think Crystal Dynamics or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. This uh, looks really fun. It looks. Um, you're just gonna get the movie. Yeah, you're right. I just, I just typed in Suicide. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Happens to me all the time. Um, actually, someone. Um, um, on YouTube or somewhere I was watching compared this to one of a game you like uh, Sunset Overdrive what no yeah, really I haven't seen the trailer for this I mean there's there's a lot of okay, uh, a lot of semi funny banter and then you're just jumping and sliding around shooting at silly monsters that explode good and it looks really fun it looks very dynamic. Oh, this very actually co- does. It does. It look. It looks yeah. a lot like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, it's very colorful, very fast, very dynamic. I mean, and you have different characters that you're gonna play. If and Rocksteady's an incredible studio, so this could be a really great game. It really could. And also, they have a fun angle where you're hunting the the Justice League. So like Flash, Batman, Superman. Yeah. Um, 
this could be really it looks really great I think like oh, graphically as well Wow. So, yeah. yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the trailer yet. So I'm just looking at the trailer and going, oh my goodness! As you said, this looks so much like, yeah. almost like a fusion between a Rocksteady game, Spider-Man, and um, and the, and yeah. Sunset Overdrive. They definitely took a lot of cues from Insomniac. Yeah, for sure. Who, who would have been more? I mean, like the 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 grapple hook that he was yeah. just using looked a lot like, yeah. Yeah, it looks. And so- can you play as the different characters? Um, I'm not, or are you just one I, of them? I think I think this can be played in co-op and also alone. Okay. I'm not sure if they have explained how exactly that will work yet. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, but you can play through this on your own, and then you'll probably be, probably be able to switch characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It looks very very good. That's a, that's one of the better um, better announcements I've seen. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it wasn't announced. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> better better showings. Better showings, yeah. You know what also showed quite well, in my opinion? It did show very well. Hellblade 2. Oof, yeah. The first game was so good. Um, I still haven't played it, but it is on Game Pass. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the worst Googler. Um, I will play it. Um... The the I'm trying sorry sorry listeners I'm trying to find out when this game's coming up because we were talking about this earlier. I think it's coming out in 2023. I hope it's not. Um, I, f- I think they said it will, uh, which would make sense because, I mean, that trailer, yeah. which apparently was uh, gameplay, I think Jeff Keighley said that about uh, 20, 20 times. 20 times, yeah. Um, looked incredible. Like, it looked like really... Oh, that's bullshit. Okay, maybe they have an announcement that's coming out yet. Yeah. But it could, it might come out next year. I don't know. But it looks amazing. Like if you haven't seen the trailer, it's Senwell from the first game, um, leading a pack of warriors or some kind into a cave to fight a really fucked up giant of sorts. Yeah. And it looks uh, crazy. And if this is actual gameplay. I mean, if this is actual gameplay, I'm just going to point out the fire in this game looks unbelievable. Yeah, there's a there's a scene coming up where there's a guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's coming. The way he's coming through the fog. Yeah, it looks incredible. But I remember this game. This game intense. came out and it was kind of a sleeper hit because yeah. it was unbelievable. It was yeah. so good. Super unique. No one was expecting it. Um, and I think it did sell very well. I remember the reviews came out and I, I and I. You know, I read one of the reviews and I was like, holy shit, I hadn't even thought about playing this yeah. game. And I went and bought it straight away. Unbelievable. And um, it's uh, the studio has been acquired by Microsoft, so it's going to... Going to have s- even more budget. There seemed, yeah. There and seemed that game was one of the best looking games of the last generation. Yeah. Um, so if this is going to be full, you know, next gen graphics yeah. and it's going... T- and it has a Microsoft budget now, then... Holy yeah. shit. It's Very going exciting. to be fantastic. Definitely going to be an intense experience. Yes. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there, there was a ton of other but speaking, stuff. Shown. Speaking of intense experience, uh, what do you think of this new Warhammer? Oh my God. Fuck, I forgot about this. I, I so badly wanted to talk to John about this because he's a big Warhammer guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a it's, Warhammer guy. I'm not really... I, I look at them and I'm like, okay, these. this is like... You are talking about Space Marine 2, right? Space Marine 2, yeah. Now, it, it is a, it, it, that came out of nowhere because that is a weird... Space Marine 1 is a weird game that came out... Cult. In the, 
classic. <laughs> In some circles, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like I remember that. playing so much of that game with friends back, back in the day. It came yeah, it came out ago. a long time ago. It was a 360 game. Yeah, it was a 360 game, and I think it had co-op. And I just remember it might not have had co-op. I think it did, but it might not have. But I do remember sitting with friends and just playing this game, and it was so much fun. And I don't generally like Warhammer, so... It seemed like um, a very good... Um, you know, at the time, every third-person shooter was Gears of War. Yeah. And it kind of did a good version of that, from yeah. what I've seen. I know purists are saying it's it's not really like it because you have melee combat and stuff like that. Yeah, but they also kind of... Uh, the purists of Warhammer are often kind of, you know, sketchy people. Sergio <laughs> um, <laughs> has multiplayer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But um, it, it looked really great. Like, the, the graphics were very impressive. And I think... Um, you don't actually get a ton of these games, like third-person action games that are not like big-budget no. Sony things. And, and, and not uh, Gears of War. And even Gears of War, yeah, you don't Gears get that War. much. Yeah. And I mean, it is there. There's especially here... I mean, this was all CGI in the beginning, and then at the end, they show a bit of gameplay. Yeah, there for like a couple of which, seconds of which gameplay, which looked awesome. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This looks cool as fuck. This it, looks so much like Gears of War back in the day. Yeah. And it, it looks very impressive. I, I mean, it only says PS5 here. Yeah, it looks like it's a PlayStation exclusive, folks. First up on early game. <laughs> Breaking news. From Breaking last news. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot about this. Um, but it looks very cool. It looks I'm, cool. I'm, I will play it. Um, yeah. I actually won't because I don't know if I'll own a PS5. <laughs> I, I, I want one, but yeah, I, uh, I don't have the monies. Yeah. I wonder if it Saints Row. What are you thinking of Saints Row? Not much. Not much. Neither. <laughs> it's not uh, rustling my jimmies. <laughs> not not uh, floating your boat. No. Did, what about your goat? Um, my goat is uh, asleep. It's. I like Saints Row. Yeah, same. I didn't like the last Saints Row. Um, the the one with the superheroes. Oh, I did. Seems like such a long time ago now. I, I think it was. Um, you, you're talking about Saints Row 4, of course. Yeah. Which I played through. I think that, that was the last one. I think that there was an expansion pack to there that. Were, there, were two, there was like one. Gads. Get uh, Out of Hell. Get Out of Hell. And then there was like Agents of Mayhem, which was like a low budget. That game was game. unbelievable because that game, I was I was working in retail, games retail at the time, and that game came out and it flopped. It yeah, flopped harder flop. than my. You know, like... <laughs> okay. Good. It just hang there and it didn't do anything. And we ended no. up a month after release having 200 copies of this game, marking them down to 10 bucks each and still not being able to sell them. No. And, and then no I realized... I realized... I then asked, "What is this game?" And then I realized that it's... It's, the, it's, the, it's from the same throw, guys. And I didn't even know that. Crazy. It was unbelievable. Well, yeah, it wasn't good. That was a game that existed and yeah. may as well not have. Um, Sorry to everybody who worked on that I will game. Play, I will play, <laughs> I mean, I think it was the kind of game that just um, wasn't um, organized well, managed well. Yeah. Um, I or think advertised Saints well. Saints Row, which I, th I think that's the name of the new one, just called Saints Row, which I hate. I hate that. Yeah. But it could be good. I think it's showing okay, like it looks good, mm. but it doesn't look amazing. It, it's not super exciting. And I think people might not be 
I, I'm not seeing much excitement for that game. Do you game. think that maybe it might scratch that GTA itch? It's hard to tell. In the end, at the end of the day, they they are very different games. Um, That's the weird thing about Saints Row, though, because it's a very different game, but it's also the same game in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I never, I never played Saints Row. Thought, wow, I feel the same as I do when I play GTA. Like it's much kookier, it's much wackier, um, it's much dumber, less focused on s- selling a story and an atmosphere. Mm. This one kind of tries to do that more, I think. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it. Yeah, I will probably end up playing it. Um, yeah, there were a ton of things shown. That we will not Dying talk Light about. Dying Light 2 is very exciting. Yeah, Plague Tale is very exciting. Um, yeah. Some other cool stuff. There's a new Star Trek game for those who care. Uh, congrats. Um, one last thing, and this is not... <laughs> we shouldn't have left this for last thing because it's not, like, very exciting. But it is very cool. Have you seen this? Cheer. It was, I have not it, seen Cheer. It was Chia. announced, I think, at Gamescom or something similar like that. We talked about it here before. Okay. And they showed a new trailer. And Evan Williams, I'm telling you now, this game looks like Wind Waker. <gasps> Let's have a look. Are we just gonna skip this a little bit of audio? Okay. Just just play the play the trailer. I wanna yeah. I wanna listen, I wanna experience. See what I mean? Yeah, it's got the same style of graphics. Cell shaded graphics. Yeah. You're sailing around an island. Oh my god, that that is Wind Waker. Yeah. The bomb thing is Wind Waker. I think, uh, I mean... Wait, let me turn this down. I will just use this. Oh, but it has the weird uh, gliding thing from... Uh, from... what's it called? Oh no, 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 they did, they had that in Wind Waker as well. They had the gliding thing. Really? Yeah. No, yeah, it looks very well. And you can turn into a bird. You can do that in Wind Waker. <laughs> it looks very Wind Waker, doesn't it? And uh, and you have combat as well, which looks more like Breath of the Wild, actually. Yeah. Um, That's okay. I didn't mind the yeah. combat in that game. Oh, you, you can, can turn, turn into that, inanimate uh, objects? Yeah. I, I. Yeah. Can you turn into a tree? I don't know. I can you walk around as a tree? Uh, I, I haven't made the game. I, I also want them to have a fridge, and I want to walk around as a fridge. I don't know if they have a fridge on this tropical island. <laughs> It looks so lovely. Like I, it looks so good. It looks a bit cheap in parts because I think it's just like an indie game, uh, but it looks so charming. And it's inspired by New Caledonia. Yeah, which as in the country, the islands around France, uh, uh, France, I think, uh, or somewhere. I I literally just I should know this because it's an Australian colony. Maybe it was Australia. No, um, f- overseas France, yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. It's not a Australian colony. I think it is maybe, um, yeah, east of Australia, but it's part of France. Okay. Um, yeah, just east su- of Australia. It must be tiny then. Yeah, just a super lovely looking game. It does. It looks which, unbelievable. Which, it could be so much fun. <sighs> and you always talk about how much you love Winnipeg. And when's it coming out? Um, we don't know if. Probably next year. It looks quite finished. Like, yeah, I mean, already I, when they first showed it, 
um, there was there was a bit of gameplay, and now you, you got quite a lot of gameplay. Yeah. And thanks. This, this is really not China. Real. China came out in 2019, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh yeah, spring. Oh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's coming on uh, spring next year. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was I was really into it when the first was released, and I was happy to see it again. And I I think it looks great. It looks. So I'm gonna nice. play it. Yeah, I'll definitely play that. So yeah. Fantastic. Oh, there was Sonic as well, but fuck Sonic. Is that a new uh, Cuphead? That is a new cup. It's yeah. a DLC. Oh, oh fuck! I hate DLC. But the they they the thing with Cuphead is they've been working on this for like five years because it. Doing a single second of Cuphead is it takes like months of work because <laughs> they're hand drawing every single thing in that oh, game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, and they show that there's a video about it. It's it's insane. It's like they're making a. You know how long it takes to make animated movies? Yeah. It's like that, but you also have to make it a playable game. So it's an insane process, which is why, I mean, this DLC was announced I think years ago. Yeah. Uh, or at least that there would be DLC. I mean, their game is already like three or four years old, and. Cuphead in the delicious last course. I love Cuphead. I never finished it because I just um, something came. Um, it's also just came up insanely hard. Oh yeah, but you you get you can get it. Yeah, yeah. If you have Gollum, holy shit! Oh yeah, we need so to excited Gollum. for this game. It's gonna be awesome. I'm madly excited. Yeah. It's gonna be so 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 awesome playing as this fucking stupidly animated Gollum character. Now the thing is, you showed me this before. I didn't see it. This thing is made by the Dalek. Who are, uh, are German development studio making like point and click? Uh, they used to make point and click adventures. Yeah. Now more, not quite telltale, but more direct adventure games. Yeah, you're not necessarily pointing and clicking. You're controlling. Sure, something. sure, sure. So and with some other studio that I never heard of, um, Nacon or something like that. Um, so you've never heard of Nacon? Fuck off. <laughs> As if you have. <laughs> Yeah, Nakin. Is that is that is that an Australian thing? Oh Yeah. Oh. No. No no. I'm looking at the wrong thing. It doesn't matter. I'll cut this together. They they make fu- they make funny uh, controllers that don't work properly and you have to return them constantly. Are you sure that's the same? It seems it's to be the same Definitely, company. definitely Weird. the same company. Anyway, if it's like mainly the Dalek, this could be really good. Yeah, no, I, I, I was being annoying before, but I actually am kind of interested in this game because it could it's a be weird really cool. Angle. Yeah, we haven't really seen much in like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so. I'm just really. I've never understood why they where they just ref- seem to refuse to do like a proper open world, you know, Lord of the Rings game. You know, they did the Shadow of Shadow. War and stuff, yeah. but. Uh, like it's it, it's different. Like those games are different. They're not a they're not really a Lord of the Rings game. That's about you know Mordor and the yeah. And the, I, I want to be I want to be riding horses and fighting uh, fighting orcs on horseback and having these big sieges and stuff. That's like the PS2 era Lord of the Rings games. Ah, uh, like you know? uh, the the core brawlers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the movie tie-ins. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love those. Can you imagine a Lord of the Rings? I mean, apparently they're working. Someone is working on a Lord of the Rings RPG. Can you imagine a game like in the scale of Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? That like would be good. Middle Earth. I wouldn't and, mind that. And you, you, the towns, the Assassin's Creed towns are like Rohan and Gondor. Mm, that'd be so. Cool. That would be so cool. Anyway, that's just 
fantasy yearning uh, in multiple ways. We are done going are through our highlights. I think we are. Or is there something else? Well, it's Destiny 2. We haven't talked about Destiny 2, Ferris. Or Horizon. Forbidden oh, Forbidden Game. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be fine. Evil West. Evil West. Let's just say some game names and I'll slowly fade out. Goodbye. First. Thirsty <laughs> suitors. One time to rise, sunbreak. I'm getting really thirsty for those suitors. Homeworld 3. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game. That's Babylon's so fall. Unbelievably distasteful. You Read know the films. Can, can I, um, can Free I... Real people. <laughs> Real people died in that film. Can I can I make a prediction for the next game? For what next game? For for that for that company's next game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same. Oh yeah, it's the people who made Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I will cut that out. <laughs> Lost Ark. You know what actually looked cool? I mean, we're Sonic just Two. No. Yeah, that's a film. Um, I haven't. I, I I deliberately skipped that part of the award show. Um, that game was that that film. Nightingale. Was, Nightingale. That looked very cool. It's made by um, uh, former Bioware boss Aaron Flynn. Okay. Who was responsible for like a questionable part of Bioware, <laughs> where they did like a Dragon Age two to Inquisition and Mass Effect three. Oh. This game looks strange and cool. I mean, you know. She just seems very chilled out about this monster. Yeah. But now look at this. We're skipping ahead a bit. I promise this is the last one we're actually talking about. And it's like a first-person shooter, but it's a survival co-op game. With, like, uh, Italian influences? I think it's just whatever someone, <laughs> someone from Darts had, like, a... <laughs> Like a design book. And now there's like an Asian World War II soldier. Yeah, she's the lady in the beginning. Okay. Um, it's a weird trailer that's very like in incoherent, but it looks very fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was nicely animated. And you're building like towns and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And it's it looks kind of like a sort of, I mean, survival as in also you're going to be attacked by monsters and giants and things and then need to defend your settlements from them. Oh, amazing. Did you people. ever did you ever play the game at Little King's Story? No. Oh, if this is anything like that, I'm super excited. That actually cool. looks super yeah. cool. And it's made by like ex bioware people and I think is that, is that the Eiffel Tower? No, this is it's just a it's a Tesla um oh, so the, coil. The the it's just to generate electricity. Musk Tower. That was episode 19 of the early game podcast. I think it was 18. It was 18. 18. We had this fucking discussion last time. Yeah, and it was number 17. I remember because I made that big mistake. Yeah, no, it was really it. awkward. And you left it in. Yeah. No, I made the mistake, and we're gonna leave it in as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good. It was a good episode, Evan. It was. It was, it was. There was so much to talk about. It was kind of like it felt like it wasn't that long because we were just kind of going, okay, this one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I said, this one. I, I, I said 10 minutes ago. Oh, we're gonna he looks so. Real. Oh yeah, Matrix. They showed the Matrix thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's just an interactive experience. Yes. Yeah. For God's sake, enough interactive make, no, experiences. Gonna, it's not gonna, gonna be a full game. No, listen. Someone my prediction. This is this is the last thing on this podcast, I swear, because you need to go. Um someone right now is making a Matrix game. And if the film is a hit, 
they will fully develop it and make a full Matrix game. Okay. I, 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 I'm certain. Because Matrix is back, baby. And people are... It might be. We don't know yet. <laughs> people are hungry for it. That's true. That's true. I mean, it is the right time. And it's been long enough since the originals that people are excited for the new one. And f- But also long enough from the final film that people aren't feeling as nasty about the last film. Yeah. Um, also... I made there was a this beautiful the screenshot of this beautiful CGI rendering of Keanu Reeves from this uh, Unreal Engine Five experience. Should we just make this the and, thumbnail for this one episode? Yeah. I made it my desktop background as a joke, <laughs> and it's a delight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I turn my laptop on, <laughs> his teeth look so the teeth good. Look great. That's what that's what makes it so good. The eyes and the teeth. I think if you didn't know this was fake. I when I first saw this, I didn't realize it was a fake, and then yeah. I think you told me, and it was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, now it's gracing my background. Mm. Anyway, Yummy. I'll probably just fade. In out. the wise words of Justin Bieber. <laughs>